And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Live from York, it's Ask, Ask an Engineer. Engineer. Hey, everybody. Sorry, ask David Pumpkins. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. I don't know why I love that. Yeah, I would agree it's terrible, but I love it. And then you're the B-boy. I'm just part of the thing. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this Halloween, uh, Halloween night. I'm sure y'all are either eating chocolate, about your chocolate, or maybe dressing up, getting ready. Or maybe you're already back. Yeah, maybe we got an hour of engineering because we don't stop. It doesn't matter rain, snow, sleet, like 50,000 people parading outside. We're going to do this Ask Engineer show every single Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Me, Lady Ada, also known as David's Pumpkins, and Mr. Lady Ada, also David S. Pumpkins. We, he's yeah. a twin. Um, and uh, we're going to kick it off with some awesome, well, we kicked off with some amazing tunes. We've got some new products. We've got news. We've got the Circuit Python Minute. We've got Make Code Minute. We've got, like, Hackaday stuff. It's going to be jam-packed. You will be entertained for the next hour. So why don't you tell them what's on tonight's show? Uh, tonight's show, the code is Elastomer. I love Elastomers. <laughs> <laughs> 10% off the native store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Except for Ada Boxes and gift certificates. It supports us. An open source hardware company here in New York City. No loans or venture capitals. Your orders is what keeps this going. We will keep doing weird, cool electronics, but only if we can pay the bills. Your orders using this code helps that. And helps you because you get 10% off. That's right. Showing tell people around the world showing sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about their projects and more. I will. Pack the mailbag, stop by, read hey. your letters to us. Time travel, look back in the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, current events, and more. Help wanted the most popular maker jobs board. I can say that. Back. I can say that because no one, because there isn't any. No one's gonna be like, we have a more popular one. It's be the like, longest running. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we have uh, another featured job this this week. Um, in New York City, some factory footage, three D printing, some cool stuff from No Pedro, some new products, top secret. We'll answer your questions. We're gonna do that on Discord. Don't forget Adafruit.it/slash/discord. That's where we answer the questions. And at the end of the show, we are going to give something away. All that and more on, you guessed it. Boom. Ask an engineer. That's right. Okay, well. Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that the entire show. I have, a, I have, a, I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. Um, all right, so don't forget the code is the last one. All right, so. 10% off. Here's the thing. If okay. You, if you put stuff in your cart. You get free things. You get free things. We've been doing this for a while. It's working out. Yes. Um, what, uh, what do they get? You get $99 or more in your cart. You get a free Permaporto half-size breadboard. That's the thing all the way on that side. About the size and sh size, size, size and shape of a half-size solderless breadboard which means that when you finish your project, you can make it permanent by putting on a permaproto. You're just like those um, like boards you get from electronic stores back when they were electronic stores, but it's a lot higher quality. Uh, it's got that nice silk screen. It's gold plated. One nine nine or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental U.S. That's in the lower forty-eight. When you get two hundred dollars or more in your cart, you will um, get that free shipping. It's tracked. It's insured. It's going to show up. It's not going to break up with you and break your heart. Yeah. Um, 2 or more, you'll get uh, Free Circuit Playground Express. That's our all-in-one development board. Um, a lot of people built their Halloween projects with it, but it's good year-round. Got LEDs, sensors, capacitive touch. Um, runs Circuit Python, runs Arduino, runs Code.org, CS Discoveries. Um, has Fermata built in with it. Really handy for like the hundreds of projects that we have on our learning system. So all that stuff is free. Not only do you get 10% off when you use the code, but you don't get this free stuff. Okay, and we have a few different forms of shipping. UPS, that's in the U.S., Continental. You want to use that. It's trackable, reliable. Postal Service, if you're cool with waiting a little bit longer, if you're a younger person, you're like, I've got plenty more years to Maybe live. Maybe you don't care. I'm not in a rush. 
I got time. And then um, uses waste on the young. Yeah, then DHL <laughs> that's international and that helps it get through customs really fast. UPS yeah. does international, but DHL is a little DHL's bit cheaper. DHL's kind of nice. Um, but one thing about DHL. UPS in particular is um, this is their uh, new uh, uniform for the drivers, Aww. and so you can um, expect your packages to be delivered by um, the small little dog. Um, Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's Halloween. These are all dog costumes. I know. So. Okay. Um, we have same-day delivery in New York City. Uh, if you check out before 11 a.m., you'll see it. And if you're in Manhattan, um, one little programming note, Ooh. and also a note on shipping. Um, Adafruit, Adafruit will not be shipping orders Election Day, Tuesday, November 6th. Expedited orders after 11 a.m. on Monday, November 5th, will go in on Wednesday. We're giving the that? entire company paid day off to go vote. Or and help so, people vote. And, and they're going to also help people vote. There are also people that are going to be at the polls doing things. And I do want to give a shout out to Little Bits. Um, we had mailed them back in July, and there was an article about Little Bits giving pay David off for voting. So shout out to Little Bits. But one of the reasons that we're not shipping that day, and it's on our site, it's a banner across the site, is because um, a lot of the team is going to be gone helping people to vote or voting themselves. So just order a day in advance. Yeah. And so then you can also take that day off. Uh, to go vote or help people vote if you're in America and if you're not then well yeah. you can read about America Vote early and often it <laughs> says in the chat okay uh, show and tell people around the world showing sharing their projects this Halloween indeed Lady Ada, uh, who's on the show and tell and what did they show to the world well we had some wonderful Halloween and also non-Halloween themed projects Brennan showed up in a costume he's working on a project called snake switch so he showed it off it's coming soon um he's been really in a costume i think he dresses like the normal no that could be just him yeah, every just day like, hey, uh, we actually don't know hey, it's wednesday evening wear is but yeah. uh, he had a hat and like leds it looked, it looked fun um and he was on candy duty i think but he um he types a lot because he codes a lot and he says um you know sometimes he wants to um use like a mouse buttons and stuff but he doesn't want to reach over so he made um these three foot switches uh, so he's making three foot switches connected to a circuit python board with a neo trellis so he can select things and so the foot switches would do um different actions that he could then press um his toesies on and so he wouldn't have to use his hand to maybe move around or, or make odd reaching uh, reaching motions also good for assistive tech um so that guide is in progress and he's writing that up aaron showed off her magic bag it's a new guide she did really cool she uses a um an led thumb these little magic fake thumbs and then a bag with a circuit playground express and some neopixels in it that when you shake the bag um uh, lights appear and then she kind of if you if you do the motion right and I'm, I'm clumsy but she did perfectly when you you press the thumb and then you throw the light into the bag and she shakes at the same time it appears as if the light traveled into the bag it's a really really cool effect um, and and she she's always doing like light of uh, magic and and events, so this will probably be a prop for her events. But you know, it can be used for magic or for Halloween. Um, JP showed off. He's making like a prop wing connected to a really bright LED, and he's you know showed you can use accelerometer to change the light color, or you can use uh, the Blue Fruit app, and that's going to be a project on tomorrow's um, J John Park workshop. So check that out if you want to see a live build. He also showed off this amazing, like, two-foot-tall hat uh, that is um, the Mad Hatter themed from Alice in Wonderland. And they, they he made it with his uh, daughter, and it's just awesome. It has this fabric. And, like, he had to kind of, like, move the camera because it was, like, so tall that it was, like, way above his head. Um, Don Pedro were outside, and it was, like, amazing Halloween fun outside. People were looking at... Um, lawn decorations they were um eating candy sharing candy and they had a lightsaber battle using this week's 3d hangouts projects which is 3d printed lightsabers using feather and the prop wing we'll show that video yeah it was soon. nice to cut to live footage like 
Adafruit News Network, and yeah, it's like, I'm on. And he's like, hi. But instead of a microphone, it was a lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. Instead, he got an R2-D2. And if, instead of dispensing terrible news, which is on regular news, yes. it was dispensing candy. Yeah, it was really, it was yeah. really cool. Uh, nice neighborhood, too. Yeah. Uh, Dan C. came by. Actually, we posted about his project. He ported um, the Infocom Z Machine, which runs Infocom and other games that use um, the Z Machine, such as Zork. Um, or I played like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and there's like a bunch of other games. Yeah, um, cool. I can't remember all of them and whatever. And I've, I've forgotten. But I, I definitely played Zork and I played um, Hitchhiker's Guide um, and other um, text adventure games. And so he ported the Z Machine to the Itsy Bitsy M4, and you can actually, he did a really cool trick. He used CircuitPython to load um, the, the Z Machine file onto the spy flash, because we have this SPI flash of two megabytes. So the files were stored on the SPI flash, and then the runtime was in the chip. And he even added like color terminal emulation, so you could have it look like an Amiga or an Apple II. You could have like um, that kind of amber screen or the blue screen, or like it looked like a DOS. So I thought that was like really cool, like green DOS or blue Amiga. Um, so he did like some really cool curses work there, and he actually started playing Zork, so you can have a little Zork machine. So like in the future, um, after we destroy the Earth and um, Planet of the Apes happens, and then you know we are in the cave and we're like finding the dolls, and we find the Z machine, you can still plug it in and play Zork. A lot of the things I don't know why that are going to confuse me. future archaeologists are going to yeah. be like they got so far with computers, but then they spent all of their time making old computers, making old emulation inside the bigger, faster computers. Yeah. What, what happened to them? Yeah, What's this is going to confuse them. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, Jonathan or, or Jonathan uh, showed off a little a beginning of an OLED game. He's got an Arduino Uno. He's got a joystick, and he's got a micro OLED. And right now, he's got when you move the joystick, the dot on the OLED, there's a little ball that moves around. So he's getting ready to do a maze game, and he started. It looks really good. Uh, he's got the input, he got the outputs. So now it's time for some game logic. He'll be back with an update. And then uh, Z Bones, uh, we only had like three Z Bone frames per second, but we got to see he has like a, a bathroom which we've seen before, which is an amazing bathroom with LEDs. It's super cool, and um, he's updated it with three like matrix led pumpkins looks like maybe he made some sort of led neopixel pumpkin patch uh it looked really cool and then uh, he dropped out maybe next week he'll come by with an update okay and that's show and tell all participants on the show and tell get an scene on the show and tell sticker email support at adafruit.com if you're on the show we'll send you out a sticker it's all part of our adafruit live series shows jp has his show tomorrow be sure to watch it this is the video that came in last week i didn't have time to play it but this is a uh ambient color picker from his last week's show so i'm going to show that real quick Color, you press that. You want that color, you press that. Yeah, and this is usually the Neo Trellis, so the Neo yeah. Pixel has the color, color, and so you know what color it's going to be. Yeah. And it's off. And this is for tomorrow. Ooh. I like the sneak peek kind of like. Yeah. Well, prop wing. Yeah. Feather blue fruit. Buttons. What's going on? What's, what's going on here? It's plugging Ooh. in. What did he just plug in there? Who knows? What is this? That's a switch. All will okay. be revealed tomorrow. Watch a show. Bam! Okay. Uh, pack the mailbag. Every single week we read the letters that y'all sent to us to our all-company meeting called State of the Fruit, but we also read them here. Okay. I didn't see any way to make a general comment, but I bought quite a few things to build uh, for my robot, uh, for build a robot for my daughter that plays music. In general, all of your products kick butt, but that MP3 shield is awesome. I built a robot for the garage that plays my music, roams around. 
I got my eight and four year old daughters interested and they're going to help me build the princess bot. Keep up the good work, Jeff. Oh yeah, princess bot would be awesome. Yeah. All right, um, don't forget, if you want to ask questions, um, adafruit.it slash discord will be there towards the end of the show. Um, every single week on Workshop with JP, we have a Make Code Minute and here is the latest one. Make it away. For today's Make Code Minute, I want to talk about looping and looping with indices. So in my Make Code session here, you can see I have two different loops that are triggered by clicking either the A or the B button. And something I wanted to show off here today is in the simulator right here inside of Make Code, you can click this little button that has a snail icon on it and it will force your code to run really slowly. And it highlights the blocks of code that are running uh, as it slowly works its way through the code. So this is a really great way to look at something that sometimes happens too fast to really appreciate. So what I'm gonna do is when I click the A button, it's gonna use this repeat loop. And here I've set a number of three times. So it's gonna repeat whatever's inside three times, which is setting a pixel to red, waiting half a second, setting the pixel to black, and waiting half a second. It's gonna do that three times. So watch as I click the A button in the simulator. So there you can see as it runs through and now it's going to run through a second time. And you can see that LED blinking in the simulator. And a third time. So that's how you can have uh, a set of code repeat itself three times. But it's going to be the same code. It's not changing. Over here on the B button, I'm using a slightly more sophisticated loop, which is this for index from zero to a number. It's going to repeat the code inside, but it's also going to automatically increment the value of index. So I'm setting the pixel at number index, which will start out as zero, then one, then two. So watch when I click the B button in the simulator. It's gonna run that code. So the first light lights up. Now it has internally gone to the second number, and now internally it's gonna to go to the third number. Uh, so that's the way you can do something more sophisticated without adding lots and lots of blocks of code. So uh, here we can see it running on the Real Circuit Playground Express. So that just blinked three times, and this time it's going to, with the B button, iterate and index uh, increase that value. And that's how you can use a repeat loop or an index loop inside of MakeCode on the Circuit Playground Express. Okie dokie, that's the MakeCode Minute. So um, if you haven't already, go to makecode.adafruit.com. If you have a Circuit Playground Express, plug it in and try it out. It's probably one of the easiest ways to get going. Drag blocks around, do JavaScript. And it's quite powerful. Yeah. Yeah, like it has threading. It's one of the coolest things Microsoft did. It's open source Yeah, too. it's open source, um, and it has like all the sensors and everything. It's really easy to do a lot of like powerful stuff without needing to know how to type or semicolons or keeping track of parentheses. So okay. great for everything, all right. beginners and experts. Welcome to the wonderful world of Python on hardware. Oh, yeah. This week, in our code plus community world of Python and microcontrollers, we have oh the latest goodness. news. There's so a lot going much. on. So this week, we launched the prop maker. That's right. The prop maker wing is a feather wing. 
and it plugs into any feather that we make, and those you know the main boards that run from the ESP32 to the SAMD21 or SAMD51. But it works best with the SAMD21 and 51 running CircuitPython because it has an audio amplifier built in, and so the CircuitPython audio framework that makes it so easy to play audio effects makes it easy to add sound effects to your projects, like this lightsaber. Props to Python on hardware. We yeah. wanted to have something low cost that was open source, that easy to code, shows up as a USB drive, and you can just change anything on your lightsaber or whatever other prop you make, and, and I, it's arrived. I invented this mostly because I'd seen so many cosplayers where they're like, oh, you know, I have to debug or fix or update my project while in a hotel room, and they're like, oh, I for, you know, the Wi-Fi, I can't download Arduino, or I can't use a web IDE. So having all the code live on the prop itself means that you can modify and hack it at any time. So this is actually really good for cosplayers. Next up, all of the Adafruit badges for the Hackaday Supercon made it. Special thanks to DigiKey for helping make it happen. Um, these are the Halloween Hackaday Supercon editions with their surprises on the devices and more. There's a book excerpt, there's a discount code, there's um, cool graphics, there's a QR code, and these are conference badges that are functional right out of the box. And those all arrived to Supercon this uh, last week. Yeah, arrived. and Supercon is this weekend, so yeah, if you're there, up. you're going to get some CircuitPython in your up. goodie bag. Um, other news, someone ported CircuitPython. This is the, the All Aboard section. Yeah. <laughs> all Aboard. All Aboard. Uh, all Aboard, the MakerWan 1300. Yep. Um, Sabus, Sabus one, added. Uh, 1080. Yes. Ported it over to the uh, SAMD MRK 1300. And uh, that supports the LoRa, so that now it, has CircuitPython support. It, yeah, it doesn't. The LoRa board, the LoRa part doesn't have no. CircuitPython support yet, but the main chip and all the pinouts are correct. So basically, you know, it will automatically be generating CircuitPython um, binaries for you, and you don't have to worry about making the definition. He's already done it for you. Yep. Um, also, this is kind of big news for us. So Code Academy did an experiment with a project in a lesson using Circuit Playground Express. Now, Code Academy has millions of people that learn Python, so imagine. Code Academy with CircuitPython teaching people how to use CircuitPython and making electronics. And I love the little diagrams. It's very yeah. interactive. So it's, you know, it's a much more interactive way of learning where you go step by step and you have to sort of check it off and, and rather than the way we do it, we sort of give you all the information. It's up to you yep. to um, go piece by piece. Next up, Blitz City made a 3D printed blinking jack-o'-lantern for Halloween powered by CircuitPython. We also had, um, this is really exciting, Ooh. someone posted it up, they said, hey, um, this is from GoGuard on Twitter, um, Feather Form Factor Linux boards, these will be able to run CircuitPython. Yeah, that's a SAM well. 7S, I think, so it's a it's an ARM 7 core from Atmel, um, and you can see that big chip in the center, and I believe it has built-in RAM as well, and then above you can see there's a little um, helper chip, probably a USB to serial converter or, or something like that, yeah. or a FPG, um, SWD or JTAC uh, adapter. But yeah, they squished a full Linux board into the Feather form factor. And this is kind of neat. Um, this is a Zephyr real board. We're um, trying to get a couple. And watch this space because CircuitPython is going to be running on the Nordic NRF52. And this is um, a really cool e-ink badge. We're doing a badge. We'll talk about that probably later. Um, but this is a really neat thing. And we're in communication with them. So um, this is you know another all aboard. All aboard. Uh, also, I wanted to follow up. This is a photo of, um, it's called Meow Meow, but I call it Meow Meow. And this board runs CircuitPython, and it's an officially supported one now. You can actually run it right on yes. the uh, Then uh, this person posted up that they made this neat, um, they were doing prototypes, and they said, oh, CircuitPython was so easy to use. Here's a um, add-on 
Yes, yeah, a Bluetooth uh, module add-on. You yeah, see the yeah, HM10 yeah. in there, and then it has some power supply stuff, and it uses like the the biscuit model where you yeah. just can bolt it or solder it onto the back of the Circuit Playground Express. And this is, um, I put the tag up in the newsletter and also on the blog, but it's Freeform Friday, and this is just Freeform Electronics. This happens to be uh, a feather. That's that, cool. Um, this fellow works at Particle, which is also a feather form factor company. Um, big news, it's two years for Microbit. Microbit now has two million BBC microbits in 50 countries. So I put up the stats because people always um, ask, oh, how many of what type of device is out there? So that's two million opportunities for someone to learn something like MicroPython. Um, so Python on hardware. Uh, this was interesting. This was a banana bit. Banana yeah, bit. this is like... It's it a micro bit. Um, ish, but not really. Ish looking thing. And uh, I posted the video and more. But it um, uses the ESP32 and it has 25 NeoPixels. Yeah. So it's like, it's not really it's a the, micro bit at all. It's the banana it's pie BPI bit. Like a Hello bit. world that runs MicroPython. Um, this is um, a Kickstarter that's kind of neat. It's a Python-controlled robot arm. What's neat is really advanced robot arms are now in the thousands, not the tens of thousand uh, dollar range. So uh, if I can get one of these, I'll This get, looks like an intense I'll get Scott arm. to do CircuitPython on it. Yeah. Um, this was posted in Discord. Uh, this is kind of neat. This is a drop-in replacement if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, this is an ESP32 yeah. room module replacement. So if you've seen those ESP32 modules, you, we, we have them on the Feather ESP32. But if you have a product, like maybe you have some sort of like um, game emulation system that you purchased, yeah. and it has an ESP32 on it, and maybe you'd want to run CircuitPython or SAMD51 on it instead, this module gives you the SAMD51 USB port, native USB, um, crystal protection, and also a QSPY flash chip as well. This is our not out yet. Uh, this is our open source CircuitPython powered open source badge that has LCD e-ink, feather compatible, and more. You'll hear more about this, but we put that in there. Um, this is another thing that will be out soon. You'll see it. This is a holiday ornament with the Circuit Playground Express inside there. This is uh, Dave's tutorial. This is a new learn guide. It's a Halloween interactive cat toy. This is, it's got this cute cat. I mean, like, oh, yeah. look at those ears. And then this is a uh, new learn guide, comparison mm -hmm. and experimentation with thermal gas sensors. Um, this is all in Python. We also have an updated guide. This is laser dog goggles and now works with CircuitPython. So, um, made with Moo. Every single week, we try to highlight something cool made with Moo. Moo is the uh, easy-to-use editor that uh, we really like. Ah, oh, it's and great. Nicholas Toll was at an event, and this week's made with Moo is this cool unicorn. Um, using Moo and CircuitPython to code up a 3D-printed unicorn horn um, running Adafruit Circuit Playground Express in the youth zone at MozFest. And what's cool is the code is so simple. He said, but code posted here. It was just from the camera phone. It was that small. Um, then we also had a section in our um, CircuitPython and our Python on Hardware Newsletter this week, which has our call to help, call for help for Hello World. So all the messaging inside CircuitPython, we're doing in multiple languages. So do check that out. We also had help wanted. There's uh, people posting up their job skills on jobs.adafruit.com, and people are starting to put CircuitPython and Python on hardware on their resumes. Yes. Um, also highlighted our 8,000 plus members. We're almost up to 9,000 members for Discord. And of course, all these resources are available at learn.adafruit.com slash category slash CircuitPython or Adafruit IT slash Discord. The awesome CircuitPython list, Adafruit Daily that you should go to, adafruitdaily.com. Sign up. Sign up. And that is why we call it Code Plus Community. All this stuff came in from various people around the world that are just doing Python on hardware. Whew, so much is going on. There's a lot. Okay, time travel. Look around the 
world of hackers, makers, artists, engineers, and more. Lydia, this is kind of neat. Okay. Um, yeah. What happened? This is hot off the press. I got these right before the show started. These are some photos from today. This is our team, and these are the folks who dressed up and got their photo taken at Adafruit. So we had these. Uh, oh, rad. Yeah, so we had our photo studio open, and folks were able to get their photos taken. Um, cute. Yeah, super cute. So, um, this came in, and this is, like, well, there's lots of stuff that happens during Halloween, but this was kind of the best thing. So, this young person is in a wheelchair, and this year they were able to make their dragon costume. And there's an entire effort devoted to this, and this is uh, Rollerween. And um, th the video that I posted up on the site has links, and the blog post has links. I, the video, I'm just going to play it here while I talk over it. Because the video has um, a, a pretty popular song, and YouTube will um, stop me. So we're just going to chat over it? So I am just going mm. to um, have Lady A to talk about what's going okay. on. Okay, so this, this is a um, dragon costume that's fully made out of duct tape. And you can see that there's like this uh, um, castle sculpture that goes over the wheelchair. There's arms, and then there you just saw the Halloween. So they use a Halloween with our dragon eyeball made by Paint Your Dragon, which is our resident dragon cosplayer yeah. and they used the Halloween in both the eyeballs to make them move around you can see the the really cool dragon costumer in the costume so um, this is um Emil and Montreal makers are the ones who got together and made this dragon in the castle Emil was sad because other kids um couldn't see the the back of his his Halloween costume so um this particular costume allowed him to have this castle where everyone came around so read the full story and um, check out all the links. It's a sweet costume. The, and all the groups. And um, look at that duct tape detailing. Yeah, it's nice. just really neat. So this was kind of. Well, I'm just glad that like you know they wanted to have really nice eyeballs, especially at night. They would glow. And then we have the code and, and the Halloween this year. Yeah. It made it really easy for a lot of people to add um, the cool eyeball to projects, and actually makes projects really come alive. So, like almost no matter what you have, yeah. you have an eyeball. It looks cool. If you're familiar with like magicwheelchair.org, this is similar. I mean, this is this yes. was inspired by. Okay. Um, help wanted jobs.adafruit.com is now the um, I think it's the biggest maker of jobs board in the world. Um, little bits posted up some jobs. You don't know what little bits is. They have easy to use, Plug kid friendly, play, magnet bits snap that it together. snap together. Two jobs that are on their um, our jobs board this week for little bits: senior product manager and senior mechanical design engineer. Check it. They're, they're lengthy job descriptions, so I will leave it at that. Go check it out. Jobs.adafruit.com is the two featured jobs at the top. Uh, we have so many jobs now, we, we know pagination works. Yeah. How do you know? Multiple pages. Okay. Lady Ada, we are an open source hardware company. We are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are. Oh, yeah. We are. And I'll say this. I'm just going to this. I'm gonna leave this segment very short. Yeah. There's an article on the EE Times that has a, that's about Arduino. And Massimo Bonzi, who was just here, he visited to say hi, yeah. um, told us, hey, that wasn't an interview. I was on stage. Someone asked a question. And he answered, and he was quoted. So I want you to read the EE Times article. It's about like Arduino and open source, maybe not having some things open source. But um, I suggested to Massimo that he, he tells the author that that wasn't an interview because it seemed like it was an interview. Yeah. So um, one thing, um, so anyways, check it out. I think you know Arduino is going to continue to do open source, but they, they are starting the conversation about what things maybe aren't going to be open source. And you know to some extent, the Yoon was one thing that wasn't open well, source. I mean, if they Create is an open source. The FPGA yeah. stuff, they're relying on Intel as a partner. So anyways, don't get worried. I'm not trying to scare everyone with this ghost story, this spooky story. But do read the EE Times article and post up your comments there. 
Um, she's just going to give you time to search for Arduino or Massimo. Um, but one thing that I can reassure everybody, we're always going to do open source. As much as we can. Because I just said it. We always say it. I and people do it. a super clip of us saying it over and over. Yes. Um, so and, don't unless, worry about that. Unless there's a, sometimes, you know, we have a Bluetooth um, soft device that we can't release. You can download it from their site, but we can't we release yeah, it. But it, other than that, I release it. Yeah, everything. we have, um, there's times where we had to sign an agreement for Bluetooth uh, and we couldn't release that portion Yeah. because the company itself didn't have the rights to do it. Yes. So all it was... That's, that's the, always adorable. Anything but that we control, we do. If we can control it, if it's code I've written, if I own it, I'll release it. Always. So, anyways, it was an interesting article. I asked Masi about, about it and I said, okay, it, it wasn't an interview, it was quotes from, a, from a, an event. Okay. <laughs> So, anyways, we have 1,625 guides. We have a lot of guides. Okay, so here's what went live this week. We had this cool um, project where, we, like, um, Dano took a dollar bill, blew it up, and made a mask that um, turned him into um, the um, all-seeing eye of the pyramid. It's kind of a cool effect, and then, you know, you just put our um, eyeball code in But it's a really easy uh, costume project, and you, you wear it as sunglasses. Okay. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Um, we had the lightsaber build from Known Pedro, a massive build. We'll show the video for that. We had um, the magic uh, bag. We have a video for that, the magic trick bag from Aaron. Um, we have the... Um, oh, wait, I have, I have a little video. Oh, you have a little video, and then we have a bigger video. Yeah, we're going to play the full video. Okay, sorry. We have a little video. We have a bigger video later. We have the theremin pumpkin. Uh, this is a pumpkin that, um, as you move your hand back and forth, it makes different tones, and it makes different lights. So it's kind of a cool. You can see it's a foam pumpkin. Because he learned their lesson um, from making a real, using a real pumpkin doesn't last very long. Um, and then, so can you make it a little bit bigger? What's the one to the left of the gas sensor? This one? That's oh, right. That's the um, spinner. Um, yeah. We're going to play the full, we're going to play the full video. Yeah. So that's like this, the spinning uh, character. Like you can see slow motion. So he uses a cricket um, to make the spinning chair ride. Uh, so like it's, a, it's a, a carnival in your home. We have a comparison of gas sensors, a very in-depth, um, analysis of gas sensors. These are sort of low-cost sensors um, and they're very tricky to use because they're not calibrated but this guide kind of shows you how to preheat them and how to log the data and, and some details about what you might be looking at when using them. They're not easy to use and they're hard to get good data out of so this guide yeah. was very in-depth. Okay. Um, we have JP's last week's project, the ambient color picker lamp using the Neo Trellis to set the color of this really cool IKEA lamp. We had from you know, we had this uh, video showing that yep. the color appears and you select it. We had um, the synchronized eyes with two hollow wings. So if you have two hollow wings and you want them to both display basically the same image, you can use a plug-in wire, no soldering. Um, the code is drag and drop. And he made two, uh, three more eyeballs. He made uh, the Naga. So this is, I guess, an advertising mascot for the Naga company from like 1970. I, I wasn't born then. Uh, two cat eyes and these owl eyes. So it's some more eyes for synchronized eyeball action. You also had the compass for Circuit Playground Express. So you add an LSM 303 and you can see it's always pointing north, which is in this person's case, kind of pointing down, but that's where north is. Um, so showing you how to calibrate and use a compass, especially a tilt compass to, uh, to get the correct um, north orientation. You also had a reef pie part five light controller. So this is um, an automated light controller add-on for the Reef Pie project, a massive project. Uh, we had a shorty guide on the MCP 3008. Um, this is analog 
uh, digital converter that uses SPI, so it's great for single board computers like Raspberry Pi, but you can also use it with any CircuitPython board. We've got that CircuitPython library going, thanks to Kenny. And we've got the InchBot. This is from Kathy, this cute um, Circuit Playground Express Make Code project just uses some cut cardboard, um, a bent paper clip and a servo and some tape to make a crawling inch bot and it uses um, light and sound to detect when to move. So it is a robot that takes sensory input and then moves based on that. Okay, and that's all 1625 guides. So we're gonna play two videos. One's gonna be the chair spinny thing and the other one is the magic light bag. All right, take it away. Create a magic light holding bag with NeoPixels and Circuit Playground. Pull lights out of the air and toss them into the bag and watch them appear like magic. Tilt the bag upside down to make all the lights disappear. You can drag and drop your own custom code effects using MakeCode. See the full build tutorial on the Adafruit Learning System. And remember to subscribe for more fabulous projects. And here's some made New York City factory footage, things that we filmed around here. A lot of stuff going on this week. Some crickets, some diagnostics, some coming soon, some spooky eyes. So take it away, okay. Adafruit Factory.
and it wouldn't Spooky. be a main New York City without this beautiful sunset. Nice clouds. Yeah. See the cranes, there's construction coming this way. We've got a case of the constructions. All right, and then uh, I saw in Discord someone asked a question. I fear I'll just get to it now. Though. Yeah. Asked is, uh, was Halloween the most successful Adafruit product? And the answer is, not yet. Uh, however, I'll say <laughs> it was just, you know, Halloween happened, and this was something we wanted to do for a really long time, and there was a lot of people about it. A lot of people did projects, and a lot of people showed it on all the social medias. Yes, so, we, we were making a lot, yeah. and they sold out very fast. So it, I know it sometimes seemed like, you didn't have any. It's like, no, no, we had them. Yeah. We put them in stock, and then they would sell so, out very quickly, even anyways, though we put a limit on them. So there, there's going to be more, and, you know, stock up. They're good all year round. Yes, Halloween comes every year. You know. Owls don't need to be Halloween-based, and this little thing, you know, every... Just Naga is good year-round. Little round. cats are fine, you know, all these, all these things you can keep doing, like... The Great Seal doesn't care what day it is. <laughs> okay, so let's do some 3D printing. Okay. Young Pedro has the prop maker video, and then we're going to do a speed-up. I'll do them right, off one, uh, right after the other. Okay. Okay, let's do this. All right, take it away. Use the source, Luke. <laughs> Use the source. In this project, we're building a lightsaber. This thing is super bright and it features motion activated lights and sounds. We engineered this to take heavy hits so you can actually swing this thing around. We designed this to be 3D printed and built using open source electronics from Adafruit. Our lightsaber uses the Adafruit Prop Maker Feather Wing. This is designed for prop builders and makers who want to add motion, lights, and sounds to their projects. And with the Adafruit Feather line, you can create advanced projects with NeoPixel sensors and wireless connectivity. Write your code in Python using Adafruit CircuitPython or grab our demo code to get you up and running. Our learn guide documents this project in great detail, so be sure to check it out. Links are in the description. Designed in CAD, the source files are available to download, remix, and modify. The hilt assembly features parts that snap fit together. We designed it around the electronics so its fittings are precise with tight tolerances. We designed it with multi-material in mind so it can be printed in different colored filaments. And if you don't have access to a 3D printer, check out 3D printing services or your local makerspace. Strips of corrugated plastic form the backing for an Adafruit Mini Skinny NeoPixel strip. A roll of parchment paper can be used as a light diffuser for a polycarbonate tube. These buttons feature an RGB LED and are panel mounted. A speaker fits inside the pommel while a battery is fitted inside the hilt. Threads allow these parts to be fastened together. The PCBs are secured to a retainer that is fitted inside the barrel. A single screw and lock nut secures the clamp to the rest of the assembly. A polycarbonate tube is press fitted into the emitter and can be detached for charging, programming, and transporting. We hope this inspires makers and prop builders alike, so be sure to check out the learn guide. Links are in the description. You can leave us a question or comment below or tune into our live stream for a discount code every week. Thanks for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit.
We actually have the sabers here, so I thought we'd show them. These are these are real. Um, a few things that's worth noting. So this is where the prop wing is, and this is 3D printed. And if you go to a prop store or if you look online, there's like Crystal Force or, or there's like a bunch of folks online. They're really expensive. Yeah. And you have to. They're, they're like, well, here's sound fonts, and it's there's like trademarks, trademarks everywhere. Ownership. And it was like, wow, we can go in and, and help people and do open source props, and also. Yay. This is fully open source, every part of this. Wouldn't it be cool if um, it just showed up as a USB drive so you could drop your sound files on there yeah. anytime you want to mod the code. So here we go, we got we each have lightsabers now. Yeah, and, and they're, these are really sturdy. I mean, they're... And it has a motion. Yeah. You can detect when you're moving. And you can do, and you, and you can um, tweak them and do all sorts of. Oh stuff, yeah, this is just like we. This is like our basic test program. You can add like different color modes or effects, different yeah. sounds, um, whatever you want. Hey, I wasn't ready. Yeah, well. Aren't you the bold one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. That's that. There you go. So these are real. I'll put these away. Mm, live demo. Live okay. demo. Yeah. All right, let's keep moving. Okay, yeah. Um, we... Don't forget 3D Hangouts every single Wednesday with Noah. Pedro, you can learn how to build all this stuff. Um, Adabox is coming soon, and you should sign up. This is the holiday one. There's a lot of things with light and sound in it in particular. Some people will probably be able to guess what might be in it. But you want one of these. Trust me, trust me, trust me. We are going to run out for sure. Go to adabox.com and sign up. Sign up. Oh, sign yeah. up your friends. Sign up your enemies. Yeah. Okay, before we get on to new products, Lady of the Code is Elastomer. Elastomer. So, uh... Are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. New, 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 new. New, new. New, 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 new. New, new. All right. Okay. We got a small little copper tape. We actually had this for a kit pack, but we thought it might be handy. It's only five meters, so it's nice and sure. It's got conductive glue on the other side, so it's handy if you want to use this for um, attaching for uh, uh capacitive touch pads, you can solder to it. Last week we put in uh, the conductive nylon, which you can't solder to, but this one you can't. So you pick one which one you want. Um, copper tape does crack and oxidize a little bit more, but it's also like very good for carrying a lot of current. Okay, stem connector. Ooh, the stem connector, this is this is for our hack ports. You may have noticed on our Halloween and also on the board we're gonna show shortly, there's a little four pin JST jack that provides power, ground, and then two GPIO pins. Those two GPIO pins are in the Halloween case, they can do I2C or analog digital conversion. Often they can do UART. So it's kind of handy for like, it's not going to give you a full feather breakout, but it's just enough for, okay, look, I want to add a sensor or maybe I want to add two potentiometers or two buttons or I want to add a UART connection um, or an I2C breakout, whatever. Yeah. I2C kind of lets you explore the whole world of sensing. So instead of like having a full everything, everything, this little port lets you add it. We on. have it on Featherwing and we'll talk about the neutrals in a minute. But, um, there's, there's two, two versions. There's two, yeah, there's two different ones. One has a socket connection on yeah, the end, so and one has a so plug connection on the end. One has that. One has that. One has Otherwise, that. the same. And they're color-coded. Red is power, black is ground, yeah. I think white is data, and green is clock. So these are really handy. Very handy. Little and, hack and ports. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, in particular, you know, with this one, you could plug into a breadboard. You plug into a breadboard. So it's like, oh, I want you to help me with the breadboard. There you go. Okay, um, because we're making lightsabers now, you need a speaker in the lightsaber. Yes, you might have noticed that adorable little uh, three-watt speaker in the base of um, the saber. And now we have that in the store as well. It's four ohms, three watts. I can turn this off real fast on the overhead because it is is a nice little speaker. Yeah. It is a nice little speaker. So it's um, fairly small, but it's deep. And that depth gives it a lot of bass and power. So if you have something where you don't want a big opening, like we have gigantic speakers, you want a big opening, um, but you don't mind a little bit of depth. And one thing you'll notice is um, these are often used in like little um, desktop speakers. So you'll see like this is pretty much the same speaker in size. These are nice and loud. Um, they've got a big magnetic core here. And um, what's nice is they even come with wires attached. So you can solder on other wires, solder directly to your board. You can desolder it, whatever you like. But um, these are great little speakers. They're um, a lot louder than yeah. our little flat ones, but not as big as our big chunky ones. Oh, someone asked, is this the one that came with Box 9? No. No, Ada Box 9 no, had a thin oval speaker, yeah, which was only 1 watt, 8 ohms. This one's a lot bigger and it's a little bit heavier. Yeah. Okay, and because, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Neo Trellis, we'll talk about all the different products that go with it, but this, don't need Neo Trellis, but this is one of the yes, things that works we, with it. Yes, we have a two-pack, so it just makes it easier for people, because we wanted to make sure that if you did pick up a Neo Trellis and you wanted to get the elastomers, there was a two-pack, yeah. so you wouldn't, real, like, you wouldn't get one by accident, you'd get both. Um, so obviously, so like, we're going to talk about this in a second. But yeah, give us a second. But, but this is what it's about. These squishy buttons, um, you know, you have to have elastomer pads on them. But the, the, sorry, the, the PCB that they go on top of um, has to have um, the pads on the bottom. But I'll show this because I, I can't yeah. show them on the um, assembled board. They have this little conductive material. So as long as your PCB has, like, little interdigitated pads, and we have it in our Eagle library. We have an um, object for it. And um, these squish down. And they have a little bit, they have a hole inside so you can fit an LED or, well, basically an LED. And then they've got little nubs for your PCB. So this is a two-pack. We've had these for quite a while, and they're also open source in the CAD files or in GitHub. So if you want to model this, uh, you don't have to because we already have a model of it. And uh, you can you can make any kind of squishy uh, button thing. Yeah, uh, someone asked, did this come in Adabox 9? Yes, those cables. Uh, no, sorry, the, the Adabox 9 came with the three-pin JST. Um, we did not have these cables at that time. We also didn't have a project yeah. to use them. But you can. But, but you can now. add it. Yeah. yeah, we basically didn't include anything that would have used them. Yeah. But if you'd like, you can add it on now. Yeah. Okay. And uh, in honor of kind of, you know, we got these buttons and everything. Elastomers. Um, and given it's a new product section, um, here is a here's a new here's a new machine. I'll just leave it. At it's that. gonna replace me. <laughs> Okay, and uh, with that, here is here is Neo Trellis M4. So we had those little four by four um, boards that we put in the store that you can connect over I squared C. But maybe you want an all in one board. So um, we've wanted to make something this for like ten years, and we finally had all the pieces for it. Uh, we got the Neo Pixels. We got the elastomers we've got the m4 chip that drives it um so we have it as a, all the different pieces if you want to kind of mix and match or you can get it as a full kit so the core is the neo trellis m4 board um that's this thing it comes with the sam d51 g19 it's the same chip as the itsy bitsy m4 it's a cortex m4 it has a dsp it has floating point support what's really nice about it is it's got dual dacs 
and it's got a lot of analog digital inputs. And so that makes it a really good audio generation chip because it's got that DSP and floating point support to do like dynamic audio playback. It's 120 megahertz, so it's really fast. It's got a lot of RAM, so it's good for CircuitPython. And those dual DACs means you can have stereo output. So it's a headphone jack on there um, and it can you know, play WAV files from CircuitPython, for example, or in Arduino, we have a fork of um, the PGRC audio library that lets you generate dynamic synthesis using like, you know, they have like sign in and then you can put a filter on it. So you can do like really cool synthesizer effects uh, all living inside of the chip. We also did a couple other things onto the back of the board. Um, yeah, if you go there, sorry, I just won't point that out really fast. Has eight megabyte SPI flash on there. So lots of space for audio files or, or source files or whatever. Um, Every keypad has a NeoPixel underneath it and also a, a back protection diode. So you don't have to worry about ghosting because there's like a diode. That's why there's so many diodes on the back. There's also an electric mic um, amplifier. I don't have a demo for the electric mic right now. I mean, it's, it's on the website, but basically if you use a headset that has a microphone input, like you know your standard Apple headsets, you can use that microphone input and read it as an analog input um, to get audio input as well as audio output. And then of course it has that hacking port that we just talked about. You plug in a cable and you get I squared C or a UART or two analog inputs. So you could have like, a, it turn into like a guitar pedal with the stereo audio in and stereo audio out and filter stuff. I mean, there's, it's kind of like everything and everything. Yeah. And then of course it has native USB and it can act like a MIDI device as well. Some people are like, oh, like I just want it to be a, a MIDI input into my uh, computer or synthesizer or, or, you know, whatever sequencer. Yeah, it can do that too. But I think what's neat is that because it has the audio capability built in, it can make music on its own, standalone. You don't need a computer. Yeah. And you could buy this separate. You could buy these separate. And you could buy the case for it separate. What yes. you want to get is a pack. And the pack has all this stuff. Yes, I would recommend the pack. Get unless the pack. unless you, you know what you're doing. But get honestly, you're going to want the pack anyways. So it comes in this really beautiful case. Everything's laser cut. Uh, goes together. Phil B designed the case. It's like super cool. It feels great. Uh, it's easy to put together. It's just a couple of acrylic parts. Um, and yeah, you get like full rainbow NeoPixel action. So I mean, basically you can replace me with a new machine. Well. Um, no, just kidding. So we have Arduino and CircuitPython support for this. Um, Arduino is what I suggest if you're like, I want to do audio synthesis with that audio library like on the board. I want like a lot of computation and processing. If you want it to be more like a sequencer that plays audio clips that you want to store on the disk drive, that's what CircuitPython is great for. It's a lot easier to use. Um, it can do, do polyphonic wave playback, so you can have multiple audio effects playing at the same time. So there's a couple different ways to use it. You know, it, it's it's kind of a general let's, let's purpose. Let's do some demos because I have I have I have something I'm gonna do. Okay, let's start with what the demo that comes on it. Yeah. This is okay. Beep. So um, I have. We have the lights on here, but like you can look at the videos and stuff. Yeah. So I have this hooked up to a little speaker, so yeah. you'll hear it. And basically, the the demo it comes with is audio library Simple Synth. It has four octaves, four voices, one octave each, and each one is a different sound effect. So you got soft tone. And you can hear it's polyphonic, so it can play all those notes at the same time. So it's just a basic demo, just showing like you know the lights react. This um, is a RGB LED. It's NeoPixel. It's open source. You can, it's Python powered or Arduino. Um, it has all the stuff. 
Yeah. And like that pack that we put together, all of this is fifty nine bucks. Yeah. Fifty nine. Five five nine. Five nine nine. So um, I have one. I showed yeah. this on so show this and one, tell. This one just a basic or yeah. demo, but I let's show I showed this on show and tell more advanced. But um go ahead and put it there. Okay, so this and then, is and then plug this in. Okay. So this is this is my my demo. Now, as the tracks fly by, yes, and you a press the button. Yeah, when you press the button, so it goes by. Yeah, and so then press the uh, you know. So now, because it has an accelerometer, it's an analog devices. Shout out to analog and DigiKey for. Uh, what it's playing because you just drag wave files onto the little disk drive like we have with CircuitPython and then you know one wave for each voice and then you have eight steps so another it's like the code is only like a hundred lines it's like really yeah. small I played it loud sorry look you know what I had to rock out yeah we, but sorry we were, we were super metal yeah um, but just goes to show you it can be loud so you can make the nerdiest synth So, there you with, go. And with that, uh, Lady Ada, that is new products for this week. Whew. for a recap. <laughs> All right. New, 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 new. We've got a roll of copper tape. It's five meters long. It's skinny. It's got conductive glue. Great for capacitive touch or you want to solder to it. A small roll. We've got these four JST hacker cables. We've got a version that has socket headers on the end and a version that has male plug headers. It goes on a lot of our boards like the trellis or the hello um, that, that we're going to talk about or the Halloween. So you can um, connect it and then plug into a breadboard or add wiring. We have this adorable three watt, four ohm speaker. Um, works great with most of our amplifiers. It's small but deep, has a lot of good bass effect to it. Um, this two pack of elastomer pads, you get two of our four by four trellis pads. Great for the new trellis, which we'll be talking about in a moment. Okay, so I've been replaced by a machine. This neo trellis machine, it's a four by eight grid of those elastomer pads with a NeoPixel behind each one and a microcontroller on the back. It's a SAMD51 M4 core running at 120 megahertz. Uh, it's got floating point DSP support and a dual DAC, which means it's great for generating audio effects. It's also got an electric microphone in if you want to do voice recording. There's um, a case and more. We have a case that comes with it. You can get it as a full kit. It looks like this. It goes together really nicely. It's called the Neo Trellis. Um, 
playing buttons. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. We've got a lot of examples for both CircuitPython and Arduino. That's the new. Okay, whew, got through it. Okay. All right. Whew, code Elastomer. Um, that's the code. It'll be up to 1159 tonight. Um, let's do some uh, top secret data. Yes. Okay, so we talked about this before. This will be ongoing. This is the latest. This is not going to be the final color because these are just prototypes, but this is the badge. open source LCD or e-ink circuit Python powered badge with speaker feather compatible. Oh my God. It's like a Halloween, but even more so. I yeah. put a 1.8 screen on the there. Video games on it. It can maybe play games. It's got some new pixels on the front. It's got feather port on the back, speaker, battery, amplifier, on-off switch. Um, those hacking ports that I like to put on stuff, accelerometer, light sensor. So it's kind of like a Halloween, but extended and maybe for game playing. And this one is um, M4 based. So like, yeah. as you see, you know, we started a lot of our projects, you know, a decade ago with the um, Atmega 328. We moved to the Atmega 3 u 4 Then a few years ago, we moved to the SAMD 21. And now we're actually doing a lot of projects with the SAMD 51. So we are keeping up with the times. You know, we, we do not uh, rest on our laurels. Uh, no. We always support those old boards. Our code still works for them. But the newer and bestest and coolest stuff is when you have that power to run CircuitPython. Um, and yeah. have it at full speed. So okay. coming and then, soon. And then this is this is me. This is um, we have a an ornament that's coming out soon, and that's a case that's coming out soon. And that, of course, is the neo trellis underneath. So that's top secret for now. All right, lady, let's answer some questions. Um, we answer questions over on uh, Discord. Adafruit.hts Discord. That is where you got to go. You know. Okay. You gotta go there. So I'm going to um, hit me. Hit some questions from a while ago. Of course. So uh, is it recommended to wipe connections with vinegar or something? Copper tape to alligator leads to a project that got hosed down, recycled bin. No board was inside at time, but now it's acting funny when I plug the circuit par uh, playground express rewire everything question mark. Well, if you're using copper tape and you're trying to make something last a long time, you should solder the copper tape to the pad because eventually the glue does dry. Um, and it could crack, especially if the pads were dirty. So try soldering the, the copper to the pads. Okay. Um, next up, to connect two hollow wings together, what do you need to do? Do you need a three pin? You, if you want to do the synchronized um, Halloween wing project, um, check the guide, um, which Philby wrote. You'll know it's there because you see this Naga. Um, you can use a four pin JST cable, which we have in the store, or you can DIY your own by, you know, connecting wires, but you need the, the four-wire connection because it uses I2C to, to synchronize the two. You, should we ever do a cable that just says this on both ends? Yeah, we do. We have yeah. that in the store. That. Yeah, it's called there the Stemma Cable. There you go. There you go. That's so just use that. We got it. We already have it. Okay, other questions. Um, let's see. Um, I'm scrolling through in Discord. I think we got through most of these. People answered them. Okay, are the I squared C devices are the I squared C devices PC only devices, or are they located at the end of a cable? I would like to have a single temp humidity sensor with the cable length about 10 to 20 feet long. Is that possible? What should I plan to do to accomplish this? Well, you know, I squared C is not really spec for anything more than like six inches, um, so you can have longer runs. It really just does depend on the device and the drive. Um, I'd say try strong pull-ups. Try it out. See if it works. Uh, you might need termination diodes, um, but there's also chips and boards. We don't stock any, but I know, I think SparkFun has one that's like an I squared C extender chip that you can then use Ethernet to extend. Check that out. That can be for very long runs, but you need two chips to do the conversion 
for that long distance. Again, it's like it depends a lot on the chip and the driver. Okay, this question was from Grace, so if you answer it, maybe someone can get the time-coded URL and pop it in the general okay. when that person's back. Um, many of the Eagle files for Adafruit products have traces that seem much larger than necessary. Is this because of production limits, or is there a reason that they are so big? Um, you should go with the thickest traces you can get away with, um, especially if the board size isn't uh, deeply affected by it. I like to go with 10, 10 mil traces. Um, board houses say that they can do 6.6 six or 8.8, eight, but your yield will drop. You'll have more problems, especially when you go to production, you'll get more X outs um, and you want to avoid X outs because they kind of clog up your machine line. So going with 10, 10 traces and 19 mil drills is what I recommend. Now, not all my boards are like that. Sometimes. Take it from us, someone who makes millions of boards right over there. Yeah, believe <laughs> me, you want to go with the thickest. Do not, just because they say they can do six mil does not mean you should do not use six yeah. mil just because they say you can. Especially if you have lots of customers and it's maybe it's beginners and they're like soldering It also makes rework better. It, yeah. it reduces delamination. So go with thick yep. traces, especially for power. Obviously for power traces, go as thick as you can go. Okay. Um, any plans? For Circuit Python port for Huzzah 32, yeah. Um, Some sometime in the future, but for now you can use uh, MicroPython. Yeah. Um, do you sell fuse wire? Is that something I can just make? Um, I do not sell fuse wires. Um, sounds like you need to go to a place that specializes in it because if it's a fuse, you probably want it spec for the current that you're trying to drive through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the the large mega that we're doing that we kind of called Grand Central. That's not out yet. Still it's on not it. out yet. Don't ask. Yeah. Um, my solder tip is a tiny one. Are they supposed to heat up at the tip? Is it seems to only go on the side. That's normal. Your your um, the heat will go with the um, where the density of um, metal is. So for fine tips, um, you're not going to get a lot of heat at the tip. Uh, so if you put solder on the tip, that'll actually help it. Um, you know, because otherwise it cools off very quickly, right? A thin piece of aluminum foil cools off very very fast compared to a brick. So. Use the thickest, uh, just like traces, use the thickest trace, um, sorry, thickest solder tip you can get away with. Um, if you need a fine tip, you need to put solder on the end to retain the heat or have a good soldering iron that can maintain that heat at the end. Can we ask when we can start asking? Yeah. Um, okay. You'll know. Because <laughs> in the store. This is a question about something that isn't out yet, it's not secret. Um, and uh, Scott posted up in the chat, we won't do ESP32 anytime soon. We'll be focused on using the Wi-Fi module first. Right, but MicroPython does support it. So if you really want yeah. Python on that chip, like believe me, instead of waiting for us, go to MicroPython um, and they'll support it. It doesn't have native USB, so. Yeah. Um, can Halloween run regular Python? Well, here, so, so sort of kind of, here's what I'll say. Um, Scott and team and everyone, including Lady Eddie here, made a very smart decision with CircuitPython. It's closer to Python than uh, MicroPython. It is essentially Python three. So it's just slower. And, and the, here's the main difference: if you're if you're doing stuff in MicroPython world, you'll have to remember there's a little U, like U time, import U time. Yeah. And on C Python, regular Python that you're used to, just time is time. So when we do time, it's import time. Yeah. So there is always going to be times where you can potentially cut and paste Python into CircuitPython yes. all work. Yes. And you can develop code. Yeah. On your desktop, like for example, there's a QR library that I wrote to generate QR codes and display them on the Halloween. I wrote that code on my desktop in Python. Um, and got that working there, and then I just paste it, you know, like, because it's faster yeah. to, to run on my computer, and then I paste it into the Halloween, and the code was the same. And, and that was our goal, to keep it as close as, to Python as possible, Yeah. and it is. And that's because if you're learning Python, this is really helpful. So if you learn Python, you could do things like Jupyter Notebooks. If you learn Python, you could do things like Drawbot, that's a um, typography tool. Yeah. If you um, want to do machine learning or AI, there's TensorFlow, there's all sorts of things. But now that's coming to electronics, so we wanted to have that same great Python experience 
and ease of use and resources. You know, uh, we just had Code Academy visit, and they teach people uh, Python's the most popular language. That is true. And I think that's probably the future where you learn Python once, and then it can go in lots of different places. I want to yes. do data science. I want to do the, lang the language yeah. is the same no matter where you go. It's just what, on the Halloween you'll get a display, and on the Circuit yeah. Playground Express you'll get NeoPixels. I mean, that's. The, but those are just libraries. It isn't a core okay. change in the library, so but in the language. Instead of I squared C on the end of a cable, is there different standard reasons that it seems like good sensors are I, uh, I2C, I squared C? I mean, you're stuck with whatever sensor you've got. One wire can go really far, but it's a lot slower, and there's not as many one-wire sensors. Yeah, okay. Uh, on Halloween, if a friend put Arduino code, does she need to flash it back uh, using Moo, or does she have the original shipped on the board? Um, the code, if you have CircuitPython code on it and you change it to Arduino, your code on the, the, your, the your text code, your code.py will stay on the memory. Um, one thing that you can do is when you put into bootloader mode, if you're not really sure if you're gonna lose your code or not, um, and you double click and you get the, you know, hello boot, you can drag current.uf2 and that's your code and you can keep that as a backup and then you can always drag it back onto the bootloader. So that's a way of ticking the code on and off if you wanna make a backup. But in, in general, when you program something with Arduino, you are erasing circuit python you're erasing whatever code there was there before okay last up is there a serial switch button that can be chained together to allow hundreds of thousands of buttons on a microcontroller um no not really i mean a lot of people use something like a 74hc165 or they do a multiplexing but no this is it, there's no it's not like there's a neopixel version of buttons yeah not yet something someone can work on yeah okay and with that lady Ada, those are questions okay great all right, well, questions are, you know, they're around all the time in Discord. Adafruit.it slash Discord. Go there when we're not around. Um, go in the project help, go in general, the circuit Python, wherever you're asking questions. There's usually someone there in the community helps each other out and more. And for support on things you bought, go to forums.adafruit.com. Okay, trivia question. Okay. What do you want to give away? We're going to give away a Neo Trellis No way. Yes, way, because it's Halloween. Okay. Trick or treat. What are the... Um, what are the rules? What are the rules? The rules are you can only win once per li my lifetime. So if you won something before on the show, you can't win again. The first person to call the phone number is going to be very spooky. And it appears on the screen. When you call the phone number, it's going to ring this Radio Shack phone. And we're going to see it blink and ring. And you'll know. When it rings twice, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. That's how you know it's me and not somebody else. I'm going to say, okay, you've reached Ask Engineer. And I'm going to ask you your name and where you're calling from. And a project you're working on or you want to work on. And if you're able to answer those questions, uh, you'll get a Product 4020, a Neo Trellis kit. You can put it together and start bleeping and blooping away. Oh, can you put the phone underneath the, uh, yeah. the overhead? Yeah. Look, it's, it's now on the overhead. So there you go. That's the phone. That's the phone. This See? Is the phone number. This is the phone. And it has an eyeball, so it's this all seeing eye of phone. Yeah. And I'm going to say, ahoy, ahoy. This is a this is a big deal prize. This so is a big deal prize. This is a big deal prize. Because we I think we already sold out. So if you want one of these, yes, we have one. We have a spare. We always keep one handy. This will light up. Light up. Okay, it's lit up. It's lit up. But it has to ring twice. It has to ring twice. Ring twice. Okay, I'm going for it. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, hello. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. Hi. Oh, you reach Ask an Engineer, and you're going to win a prize if you can answer some questions. Yeah. Okay, what's your name? My name is Damien Burke. Hi, Damien. Where are you calling from? Uh, Kentucky. Hello, Damien from Kentucky. Well, congratulations. You were able to call this number and answer those questions, so you are the winner of a Neo Trellis M4. Good work. 
Okay. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com, and say, hey, I want a product 4020. That's 4020. That's the full kit. And they'll send that out to you right away. Okay, Damien, well, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Uh, actually, I want to take an... Um, there is an old game called Labyrinth uh, that was an old D&D game. And I'm wanting to remake that using the Trello system. Okay. Uh, using, like, a light... I don't know if that rings the bell, the old... I, I, only, I only did but. Pool of Radiance, but the Labyrinth sounds pretty cool, too. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's more of a, a an audio... Uh, type game. Uh, you would bump into, a, bump into a wall and then um, I don't know. Sounds neat. <laughs> that, well, anyways, work on, you're going to get this Neo Trellis M4, which has audio output and has all these buttons. And maybe you can get your project started with it. I can't wait to see it. And uh, when you're done, if you can show up on the show and tell, we'd love to see what you've built. Yes, I'd love to. All right. Well, don't forget to email support at Adafruit. Say, hey, it's Damien from Kentucky. I got that 4020, and they'll get that out to you as soon as possible. And have a wonderful Halloween. All right. You too. Good Bye. night. Okay. Good That's work, Damien. All right, everybody. That is our show for tonight. Happy Halloween. Um, stay safe for all of you going out, trick-or-treating, and more. Um, do tweet pound electric. Halloween so we can see all of your costumes, all the stuff you made. Um, Halloween is more than just one day. It's all year now. And we'll be back next week. Same time. Same place. Same everything. Um, Code's the last one all the way up to 11.59pm tonight. Special thanks to all the Adafruit team members here in New York. All the remote team members that help run all of Adafruit from around the world. All the folks in the chat and Discord. The folks that are in, uh, at Adafruit that are in Slack chat. Uh, Takara, thanks for helping with the show tonight. Hey, <laughs> and uh, th- thanks to uh, everyone for keeping this going. Some days are really hard running a company. But, um, you know, doing the show um, always helps. And uh, seeing the cool projects on Show and & Tell. And then this year in particular, um, I thought it was really cool that the... The, Dragon the folks that work on this are like, hey, you ran out of Halloween. Is like, and we even said like, okay, we'll put. Do you have sto- any in stock? Because I have to get two. And and then we like we're like, okay, we'll fabricate yeah. some. We we did it as quickly as possible. Um, you know, I know it was important, but we you know we so, we're trying to keep them in stock. And next year we'll have Halloweens for sure. Yeah, <laughs> maybe even improved Halloween. And I think Halloween is one of those events and holidays where everyone comes together and it's anyone can buy a costume, but the costume you make is always more impressive. Yeah. And I think maybe over time we'll see that with other holidays, other things. It's like, yeah, you can buy something for someone, but what if you make someone for something? Um, I was working on a little um, uh, Neo Trellis project. Yeah. And it was... Uh, was it the new machine to replace me? No. It's, <laughs> no. It's a... It's, it's, I, I wanted to make one that's just, just one song. Yeah. that you can kind of play around with. So um, I made a little Joy Division one. Yeah. And it's the, the do-do-do, you know, do-do-do. Yeah. And it's uh, Level Tire Spot, the one yeah. Joy Division song. And it's just really neat that you can make something like this and hand it to someone, and then they can even do stuff with it, but it's just more special. And I think that's what's cool about Halloween, is there's so many people who make costumes. And the whole um, point is to go and share it with Yeah, people. and you want to share it, and you get candy. You get candy so, for it. Um, it is the best holiday. Stay safe, everyone. Be good to each other, and uh, thanks for making this a good Halloween for Lady Ada and I. Stay so we'll see spooky. Yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Here's Don't your forget moment. JP's workshop tomorrow. Yeah. More spooky. Here's your moment of Zener. <laughs> <laughs>